Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, the night baseball has been waiting for. Fights and homers in Houston, and we're playing for rings in the desert. Let's talk ball. Paul Seawald. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by SeatGeek. Make sure you download the SeatGeek app and use code JOHNBOYPLAYOFFS. Whether you're a first-time buyer or not, you're going to save 10% off. It's that easy. You're buying a ticket to something. Maybe it's some playoff heroics in Arizona. Maybe it's a brawl breaking out on the field in Texas. But as long as you're using code JOHNBOYPLAYOFFS, you're going to save 10%. Download the app, SeatGeek, number one ticketing app in the world. They've been getting us through the live streams. We had a wild one tonight. Trevor Plouffe, I cannot wait to talk some ball with you. I mean, my Rangers, your Astros, my Phillies, your D-backs, BBD's Phillies infield Mm. can't get the job done. What a day of baseball. I mean, really, yes, we... We finally got two dramatic, beautiful baseball games thrown at us. And on a Friday night, there's nothing more than I'd rather be doing than talking ball with you two guys. It's incredible. The sport delivered, Jake. It delivered tonight. It really did. It really did. I mean, there was a pretty compelling argument that this playoffs... Hadn't really been it. I mean, we get our first walk-off last night by uh, the Snakes, so that was that was something. Um, you know, there's that Phillies-Braves game that, you know, the comeback and the catch and the double up, that was fun, but that was kind of it. Like, it was, it was kind of high and tight. Hey, Bryce Harper didn't make a mistake, bro. He was aggressive. We got a night of ball. That was really good for baseball. Two series that we thought might not be series have now flipped, essentially. We get a little drama. You know, sometimes baseball isn't good at the drama button, but we've got division rivals pointing, uh, getting heated, and then some sweet, sweet revenge by a little man who's going to have the most home runs in postseason history, shorter than me. It's insanity, man. It's a crazy sport. It, it really is. I mean, these games really did have a little bit of everything. Everything. Comebacks, fights, Cuban ball players, yeah. short dudes taking high fastballs up top. Although that wasn't a high fastball. But, yeah, man, um, I say we burn it and get into these things. I got, I got notes upon notes. Just Look we're gonna that. just talk all about it. You're wondering if you're the same. You're not. You're not. He's different. You're not. He's different. He's different. Jeez, Eight years in the show. Hot wife. Seven hundred and thirty-six episodes of this damn hottest man. wife in the game. Yeah, still she looked hot today. Outside of mine, we played tennis together, and she's freaking doing it. Oh, uh, good sporty outfit on. I had I, I listen to what I did today before we get to burn. Oh, let me boy. just talk about myself. I, I usually don't ever do this. Tennis in the morning with my love. 
a little bit of golf with my friends. And then I watched two baseball games, made dinner and a cake with my sweet daughter, Isla. And now I get to talk with you guys. I'm living the dream, people. Look at my face. This is a happy face. Happy guy. Well, thank you for allowing me to do this. To all the fans out there that watch, listen, I am serious. I'm feeling grateful today. It was a great day, and I'm happy to be where I'm at right now on a Friday night. Seriously, there's nowhere else I'd rather be than recording this show for the people. For me, I I do miss failing at my electrical supply distribution job, but let's, uh, let's talk a little ball for a minute. Why not? How about a little Texas two-step as we are tied two games apiece? Justin Verlander. I've seen those pics of you in them jeans going up against the full Monty, Jordan Montgomery, and top of the first, Breggy Smalls. I'm sicker than your average. Home run. It's one nothing, Houston. It would stay that way until the fifth. Shorty got low, 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 low. From the windows to the wall, Nathaniel Lowe, till the land and date my daughter. Opposite field, home run. We are locked up at once, but there's that man again, Jose Abreu with the RBI single, bottom six. Oh my God. Garcia later. Adolis to the moon. Three run home run. Watches it. Enjoys it. And Texas shows the fortitude to go up fortitude. There's a little bit of a party afterwards. Uh, We've got finger pointing a hit by pitch. Maldonado versus Garcia. Who wins in the fight? I'll tell you who wins tonight. Hit the music. Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve. Don't speed up his hands with the changeup, Trev. He checks out the clerk and the Houston Astros. Five to four. Verlander, Tenaris, Abreu, and Presley. Houston takes an emotional, pivotal game five. Houston with the 3-2 series lead. These claps are not for you, Poppy. These are for the Houston Astros. Holy shnikey. You did a good job too, though. It was okay. I, I, I was free balling. I don't one. even I don't even know where to start with this game. I really don't, man. I honestly that it kind of starts where uh, I guess with Abreu or Adelise, we can kind of start there. Breggy, nice homer. Nate Lowe, nice homer. Uh, you know. Uh, some good first four or five innings from our starters. Great. No care about that. Mm. This game happened in the latter half. It was awesome. Everything was great. Uh, Abreu, uh, you know, hits the ball. Seager, Seager can make that play. Seager does make that play a lot. And people are saying, oh, it's hit hard. You know what? As an infielder, you like the ball hit hard. It sticks in your glove. Slow ones rattle around. Hard ones stick in your glove. Just didn't make a play. Yeah. They ruled it a hit. Do you think it was a hit? Um, the way we're scoring games now, it's a hit. Like I, I don't know. I'm not gonna do old man yelling at cloud. It it has changed. Um, I don't know. Hard hit ball. It takes the hop. I, you want to have that play? I guess for me, what was running through my head during during that 
was it almost felt like a video game where everyone's like player card was getting highlighted. It's like, well, Corey Seager's, you know, one of the sickest hitters in the game. He's not the best glove at shortstop. And it was like, oh, that got exposed. The ball goes to Adolis Garcia and right. He charges in. He makes a nice break on it. He catches it. And it's like, oh, wait, he plays really good defense and he's got a cannon. So you're out. Like, I don't know. It just, it, it felt like during parts of this game, like everyone's, video game attributes were starting to get highlighted. And I was like, it's kind of sick. It's a simulation. Yeah. It's a sim. That's, that's where you're going. Well, and, Marcus and it felt Simeon makes a like great that. play. The gold Glover. It felt more like that towards the end of the game, but we're not there just mm. yet. So Abreu gets the knock. They go up two to one. Adelise Garcia with the bat against for him. And it pulls the hands in. He's just trying to hit a fly ball there. He's trying to get under the ball. Hit a fly ball, but he's strong. He's from Cuba. Gets enough extension out there. Gets the barrel to it. And my, oh my, that place was loud. Yeah. Showing great fortitude to go up four to two. And I was like, you know what? These Rangers are different. I was telling myself that, Jake, like an idiot. Like an idiot. I was like, these Rangers are different. They're going to they're gonna take down the Astros. No. Uh, Chapman in. That was interesting. Uh, I have in my notes here. Uh, against Jordan. He goes 3-0. He dots the fastball. He dots a front door slider. And then he goes fastball up and away at 101. See you later. And then I'm like, wow, they are going to do it. 3-1. Uh, to Abreu, then he dots the inside corner, 3-2 foul ball, 3-2 F9 on the heater. They showed up uh, at that point. Uh, this, these are all my notes. Dak Prescott wearing the Ben DiNucci hat. Yeah. Let's freaking go Ben Dad, DiNucci. You like that. Let's go Ben DiNucci. Dallas upside down. Is that the company? Uh, t- was it True Brand? Something like True Brand. Yeah. Yeah. Go check that out. They mess up all the letters. Fan. It's confusing for me, but we love that. Yeah, it's like a V instead of a U, but it's True Brand. Hot. Hot. I I don't know. Um, I'm getting I'm getting ahead of myself. I feel like I want to discuss some of these things. Um, I mean, Chapman does the job. Yeah, let's let's a couple more boxes I want to check before we obviously get to the crescendo. Uh, Nathaniel Lohomer, man, Uh, you got Justin Verlander on the mound and he's throwing up zeros and it's the fifth inning. God, you know, I, I think you start squeezing the bat a little tighter, and it's like, okay, I've seen, I've seen the old dog do this before. He ties it, home run, opposite field, breaks up the shutout. I saw your face react when I said it. I said, till the, da- till the land and you can date my daughter. We got to work on the look uh, before you can date yeah. my daughter a little bit, Nathaniel Lowe. Also, bro, like this, I mean, Matt Olson, I get he's got the big contract. Like, let's just... He's got the big con. Have some stand... I mean, Nate Lowe, great. But have some... He's got the big con. Well, back in the day, if you tilled the land, that's kind of the origin of it. Like, Matty O don't need to till the land. Um, What else do I got for you? I I guess leading up to the Garcia homer, uh, Houston scores that inning. Uh, Spores comes in. He gets two outs. Um, A real... uh, generous strike three call to Bregman. Sure. Gets, gives like the umpire the satellite. You actually just call that a strike? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Pitchers, man. Um, so that bottom of the six that leads up to the Garcia home run. Uh, hey. 
you don't want to say season on the line because they do end up losing this game, by the way. But you just went down. You just gave up a run. It's 2-1. Justin Verlander comes back out, 70 pitches. Uh, and you've got the top of your lineup. Simeon pops out for the third straight time. Um, and then Seager gets the double. Carter with the single. Garcia with the homer that uh, you feel like you're on top of the world. Young singles to knock Verlander out. Naris comes in, walks low. You got two on for Mitch Garver. We could have sent this game to no nowhere land. That's not a phrase. Um, and then I can we start talking about the goodies or or you got more? Uh, the Bregman strikeout from Spores was in the seventh. So it's after the Adelis yeah. Garcia homer. Um, I think we get to the goodies right now. I mean, so bottom seven goes one, two, three. Uh, top of the eight is the Chapman. So, yeah, he looks like a mess, like a mess. 3-0 and then just absolutely makes three brilliant pitches on Jordan. Uh, <laughs> Unreal. Like brilliant pitches on him. Then he comes back to the same team to Abreu. And then Tucker, which I think this is a great sign if you're a Nationals fan, if you need any more good signs, uh, you take that 100 miles per hour fastball and go the opposite way for a double. You know I like when guys start to do that. You know, he's been walking. He got a couple knocks. But that's a nice lefty, lefty Chapman throwing that hard. To have that at bat I think is awesome for him. Um, And then Leclerc. Comes in, puts the fire out, almost gets in the way of it. Get the fuck out of the way, pitchers, pitchers. on a fly ball. Just leave the area and Don't leave it to ya. the professionals. Not athletes. Just get out of the way. And that's your Ranger Suarez. Get out of the way. Yeah, fair. Um, and let's let's circle that in your notebook for now because this becomes a very important fact. So Chapman, who has been shaky... Um, you know, like you're saying, it's another Chapman inning. There's a lot of balls. You're you're horrified the whole time. Uh, that Tucker double, huge. They pinch hit with Michael Brantley, a lefty, um, which, you know, if you had told someone that in prime around this Chapman time, you'd, you'd laugh. Um, and LeClerc comes in, and he gets Michael Brantley on a nice eight-pitch at bat by Brantley, a really good battle. Circle. No, that. it was it was no, but Brantley came in after they made the pitching move. Uh I have it differently. Yeah, it, Either way. It, it was McCormick. Okay. And then they and then they switched to um to Brantley to get the matchup. Match. He gets in the pop out. Yeah, but LeClerc is in the game, is where you're going. Eight pitches. LeClerc is in the game at this point. Then we go to the famous bottom of the eighth inning here. Evan Carter draws the walk. You have Brian Abreu is now in, in pitching for, for Naris. Carter walks because he's just a freaking animal. He's like, full love count, that kid. Full count and then Carter. you get, and then you get Adelise Garcia, first pitch, or excuse me, 1 0 pitch. Um, oh, no, it was the first pitch. First pitch. First pitch, 99 miles an hour in the rib piece. How you feeling, Poppy? I understand he's mad. Give me, give me your take on the whole situation. Do you think it was on purpose? Do I think the pitch from Brian Abreu to Dolis Garcia was on purchase? Purchase, excuse me. Um. E. E. 
I don't know, dude. There's like, no chance that was on purpose, dude. I what know. You, you want to put you you. I end up putting my chips on no. But Trevor, in these situations, I feel like I always put my chips on no. Like I'm gonna lean there. Like we 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 it's even four as a, to two. We, you're losing. You want to put another guy on base with no outs? I get that, and that part of the argument is very there in my head. Um, and Abreu, you know, five-pitch walk. One of the guy, guy who's been one of the best pitchers in baseball leading up into this moment. I get it. Like, if I had to put my money at the DraftKings Sportsbook on something, I would say no. But I don't know. Like, first pitch, where that pitch ended up. Um, we got two What's division the point of it? Two division rivals. I don't know. You're mad at them because he had a homer off Verlander and, and walked down... Uh, for the first baseline, have they seen baseball? Because that fuck is what them. people That's do. Because we're the Houston Astros. Because I spoiler, do you know how the game ended? Um, I do. I don't and stop. If it. I had to bet my money, I would say it's not intentional. I do think in a lot of these situations, I can instantly put it down and be like, "No, dude, like, no." I, I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance. Well, are you going full? No, like hard. No, no. let's not talk full. about it. Okay. No. Okay. And, and look, is there, is there an instance maybe where he tried to go up and in on him to just be the guys clearly feeling pretty comfortable on a fastball inside. Let's go a little bit further inside to get him not feeling uncomfortable or feeling comfortable. Maybe there's no way he hit him on purpose. And I can't believe that crew got together and threw a bray you out. Horrible. You, can, you, Horrible. you can throw Garcia out. If you yes. want to throw Garcia, I'm okay with that because, like, dude, he started the fight. He, like, ran, like, kept going. Like, he probably deserved to get thrown out. I, I wouldn't have thrown out either, guys, because guess what? It's the playoffs. Yeah. We want all these people in the game. Yeah. But if you're going to throw somebody out, it's Adelise Garcia. Abreu should not have gotten thrown out. Dusty Baker should not have gotten thrown out. But here we are. They are all tossed from the game. And guess what? Adelise his spot almost came up right. in the ninth inning. And I got a funny note on that. We'll get to there. But well, all this is going on. Abreu now is out of the game, which means Ryan Presley has to come in, which means he can take as long as he wants to warm up. Hmm. And who is in the game for the Rangers again? Leclerc. Leclerc has already entered the game. Sitting on the bench. being, Or he probably was out there a little, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, like, he's like, guys, I'm trying to close this game out can we just like not do this now? well you know you know who else got ejected but wasn't you know too swift to leave the dugout it was dusty i said that little fucker a little bit of gamesmanship so you think dusty just sat around but oh i got thrown out me me I mean, so he's like tick tock. You know what? I they made I will it pretty clear to Dusty that he was removed from the game. Dusty's watch a good amount of baseball games that he knows when you've been ejected, you can't sit on the top row of the dugout. So yes, I do think Dusty was doing the dance a little bit. Now, now I agree with you on that aspect. Do I think this was on purpose? One hundred percent, no. Do I think that the Astros are savvy enough and Martin Maldonado when he was getting fucking hits on his chest protector from his teammates because like they knew that yeah that's going that's going to affect the pitcher 
if he's got to sit there, he, he's already trying to harness his adrenaline. He's in this game. He's got to go sit down, harness it, bring it back up. Then you come out in a benches clearing incident. Well, now my adrenaline's back up. And then I got to go sit down for Presley to get warm. And Presley made quick work of the of the Rangers. So like Presley was not in on this apparently. Something, Presley for that Presley didn't get the memo cuz he just got two quick outs. Something so, that hasn't I you know we've obviously talked a lot about this while we were in the office and streaming and stuff. Um Josh Young with a runner at third, less than yeah, less than two yes. outs. Um he strikes bat out. Bad at bat. Bad at bat. Um that, you know, a fly ball there, it's 5-2. That would feel like a different baseball game. Um, he took two pitches to go down 0-2. Two called strikes. He uh, can't do that. And then uh, Nathaniel Lowe punches or gets his ticket punched by Presley as well that ends up on a fastball right in the heart of Texas. That I mean, guess, I know yeah. I know hitting's hard and Presley can do that to you because his pitch mix for a closer is insane. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, those those clearly get forgotten. And then... And we forgot about the Jose Abreu play. An incredible play from on the ground ball from uh, Leo Tavares to go get it, keep it in front of him, and from his butt, get the lead runner at second yeah. base. Yes. I mean, that's that's easily – that could have been a bobble, and all of a sudden we're bases loaded. But he gets the out there, and then, yeah, two – I guess, yeah, so two more quick outs after that. But the whole, the whole while, yeah, LeClerc is on the bench. On – the bench i'd like to if someone is watching this and wants to get a timer or not just like see like how long was it from his last pitch in the whatever that someone was someone had the, to tweet it right like i i've been in the live stream i haven't been on my phone at all but someone, his last pitch in the eighth to his first pitch in the ninth i'd like to know how long that was babe see if there's some twitter r&d on that um because i think i think we now have to come to the ninth so Leclerc, yes. as we've alluded to, hasn't pitched in, let's throw out, a half hour. Well, hold on. Also, during the fight, Cubans helping Cubans, love that. We had Jordan taking Adelis away. You know I was going to talk about that, so I had to get that in the show. I'm okay with it. You obviously need peacemakers during the times of fighting, and when it's Jordan, one of the alphas, like there's a little more leash on it. I mean, if there's a little bit inside of me that's like, a, oh. if, I was, if I was the 14-year-old Houston fan, I'd be like, Jordan, what are you doing, man? Like, I don't, I don't care. Um, I obviously, at this point in my life, don't care. But, uh, yeah, a lot of Cuba out there. How about, I mean, Chapman, Jordan? Like, I know we already talked about that. And I was yeah. I laughed in the office. I was like, look at this. We got two of, Basically two the, of the three most, most physical specimens on the truck. Three of the most talented men from Cuba. And here we are in Arlington, Texas. Uh, there's always just <laughs> something kind of bizarre about it. Um the ninth inning, okay, LeClerc, he gets iced, whatever. LeClerc's been pretty solid this postseason. Um, Yiner Diaz is pitch hitting for Jeremy Pena, last year's World Series MVP. I don't know if that's Dusty. I don't know if that's Cintron. I don't know if that's the balls of the Houston Astros whole organization. I did a double take. I was like, wait, they're doing that for Pena? Because I thought they should have pinch hit for Maldonado in the seventh inning when they went down. Because I was like, you're you're down by two runs. Get Yiner Diaz in the game. Nope. They save him for the ninth, and he breaks through with the base hit. Yep. Okay. And then who came up? Here comes talking baseball Stan and legend uh, John Singleton that it's like, wow, A, 
if there's a physical presence in sports, which there are, <laughs> that guy, um, my goodness, uh, he comes up. If you know the whole story, awesome. We probably can't run the whole thing now, but here he is in the ALCS, pinch hitting. Uh, ne- he never did anything wrong, people, just so you know. Three balls to open up the at-bat. LeClerc, credit to him, bounces back and does throw two heaters, and they weren't meatball heaters either, like bottom corner, nice pitches. 3-2, change up low, Singleton takes it. Let's give him the credit he deserves. I mean, to be patient in that situation uh, is tough. So, first and second, uh, in comes pinch runner Gray Kessinger. We'll get to him in a minute. What do you got? Time. Time. Because yeah. I wanted to give a shout-out to Lindsay, John's wife, who is an avid listener of Talking Baseball, went to the Twitter. Mm. You guys, I missed it. Our Southwest Air f- flight didn't have Wi-Fi, and I missed my husband's biggest at-bat of the season, but thank you for all the love. Come on, Southwest. Tighten it up. Southwest. Tighten it up. Okay, go ahead. Kessinger comes in for Singleton. We'll circle back on that cat in a minute. Um, and, of course, who comes to the plate after you walked the ninth hole pinch hitter? Golly. After you gave up a hit to the pinch hitting backup catcher, who backup catcher's a little bit of a reach for Yiner Diaz, who set some records this year. It's Jose Altuve with the second most postseason homers in MLB history as a 33-year-old five foot five man. Not talking about myself, people. I'm 34 and got an inch and a half on that. Um, second pitch, change up, speeds up the bat, gets his hands in. I wasn't surprised, I'll say that. I watched the video, you're, you just... I, I tweeted that out. I said, if you if in your mind you didn't say Altuve is about to go up top, you haven't been watching. You haven't been watching baseball. This is what he does. I don't even care the pitch mix. I was about to talk about, oh, slider, then change up. That's two off-speed pitches. Yeah, you're speeding. His, fuck that, dude. It doesn't matter what pitch was coming. This guy was going to hit a home run. I wrote my notes. It said, first and second, zero outs with top of the order coming up is doomsday scenario. Next note, Altuve, holy shit. He's what do you what can you say about him, man? And like, does he did he Hall walk of Fame down the first baseline? Hall of Fame. Did you walk? Did he walk down the first baseline and do a dance and do all this stuff? Nah, because when you hit the second most homers in postseason history, you kind of act like you've been there before. And I don't want to sound like the old guy that's like act like you've been there before, but there's something sweet about a guy that's been there before. Acting like he's been there before. I think it's even cooler than flipping a bat. Can I tell you? You got you're that guy. I'm I don't need this. I've this is new to me. Can I tell you what's even maybe what's even cooler? What Jose Altuve did do? He was in the dugout and he fucking dapped up John Singleton. Think about that. I mean, you know, maybe maybe the last guy on the playoff roster. Uh, gets gets his appearance, draws a walk. They've um, known each other forever. Altuve walks up, gives gives him some sugar. Um, something that I've grown to respect out of pitchers. Uh, somehow, Jose Leclerc stays in the game, gets Dubon, Bregman, and strikes out Jordan. Okay, yes, like 
cleans it up. 5-4. Sure. One-run game. This Texas lineup, um, we've got Garver, Heim, top of the lineup. What'd you just say? 8-9 top is nightmare situation? We had it well, both ways. Astros, Astros. We had it both ways. I know we got I'm just saying. I didn't write that for the, for the Rangers. Sorry. I was in too much shock. Mitch Garver. Singles through the hole, seeing eye single. You get both dudes diving at it. Beauty. It was 100 miles an hour. Yeah, I mean, it was just perfectly placed between yeah. uh, a couple good defenders. Jonah Heim. Single to right. Passed Altuve. He didn't make the play. I was kind of shocked that he didn't make the play, to be honest with you. Well, you know, you mentioned Corey Seager before. I mean, it was right, went off the end of his glove. Okay. Uh, you'll trade the three-run homer for that if you're Houston. Marcus Simeon. Now there's oh, I'm excited for this, Trev. because uh, yeah. I'm we're now live streaming. I'm on the couch with Lorenzo and Dalton Feely, our stat man obsessed snakes fan. Uh it was a sports encyclopedia. Zoe, who's one of the most interesting viewpoints of a sports fan, um, just because he consumes everything a little differently. Yeah. I've seen Marcus Simeon have a couple infield pop ups. My initial reaction, I'm like, hey, you got to think about the bunt, right? Like, Simeon, Zoe, instantly shoots it down. New age Zoe, TikTok, we got ice. Didn't they pay him $200 million? That's a pretty good point, Zoe. That's a pretty good point. Me and Dalton kind of do a head turn like, you know what? It's Marcus Simeon. Go win the game. Um, hits a line drive. At Gray Kessinger at shortstop, who's in for Gold Glover, Jeremy Pena, snares it. Dude, this was everything, man. Yeah. This was everything. He... Corey Seager comes up. Okay. Hey, Zoe, didn't they give him 300 mil? They sure did, Zoe. Puts a heck of a swing on it, man. I mean, <laughs> fly balls to the warning track, like, don't even phase us as fans anymore. Like, we're just so used to the pop and power swings from these guys. We're, we're what, Trev? Like, an honest eighth inch away from talking about Corey Seager's walk-off home run, but in our heads, it's not even anything. 102.6 off the bat, 391 feet. <laughs> just got in on him. Just didn't get extended enough on it. And we've seen this now... Um, last couple games, him it just there's just he's this close, man. He's he's close. He just isn't there yet. Like a uh, uh, Corey Seager, a hot Corey Seager, uh, where the bats get into the ball where he wants it to be. That's that is a homer. That's a that was a mistake pitch, a challenge pitch, I guess you can call it. Um, a slider, just middle fucking right there, dude. And missed hey, it, missed it. Yeah. I know you can't do this because it could have changed the whole sequence. It could have walked Seager. If Marcus Simeon were to have bunted and got a bunt down. They walk Seager. They probably walk Seager. But no, not probably. They 1,000% okay. walk Seager. They walk Seager, but then who knows what happens. Seven. Like, the whole thing changes. That's, that's all I'm saying. The whole thing changes. Yeah. Maybe, you can't. You, maybe uh, Carter can't hits walk. a grand slam. Maybe it gets hit by pitch. Anything could have happened, but it would have lined up a different scenario. Maybe Simeon reaches on the bunt. Like, we'll never know. Um, do you have any percent for bunt there? No? Marcus Simeon's a dog. Let him hit? 
No, just because of, you know, what's what's the bunt really going to do for you? Well, an out could you're gonna, score you're a gonna run. Get, you're going to take the bat. Well, you're going to take the uh, the bat out of Seager's hands, which you don't necessarily want to do. You set up a double play. Then you have a 21-year-old rookie. I know he's been great, but you have him. And then coming up after that was supposed to be Adelise Garcia. But he ain't in the game anymore. And that's when I wrote my notes. It would be awesome if the Astros just walk Carter yeah. for the shit of it, just so Travis Janikowski has to take in a bat where Adelise Garcia was supposed to be, and you'd see Maldonado just smirking back there like, ha, 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 ha. They didn't do that, though. They no. got Carter out. No, they just they just decided we'll punch his ticket. Um, well, Pres- he had the 1-1 one, one slider Presley gave him. He had one pitch. Was, one pitch. That was the one to hit. Um, Missed it. Um what a and game, man. Hitting him on a really nice pitch. He went up and away, I believe, and then came back down with the slider. Just really good pitch sequencing. Really difficult to make the adjustment there. Incredible fucking game. Jose Altuve, Jose Altuve I don't know what to say. I just messed up your name because I'm just excited. Um, what, I'm, what else are you going to do, bro? Hall of Famer. One of the best baseball players we've ever seen. And this is a guy who had to fake his way into the uh, the Astros' development camp. They told him to go away, and he just showed up the next day anyway. Yeah. Like, this is what we're talking about. Like, what a his, – his story, his career is nuts. The highs, the lows, everything, man. And, um, and a, ph- a phenomenal person. I think uh... – I want to tidy up Houston a little bit because off day, uh, Framber in Houston, they're up. Um, you know, they've they've got their three at the back end of the bullpen. They they have their plan, and they're feeling as about as good as you could feel. Oh, Texas, you got us 2-0. Here's three on you, a fight, and we're cool. Um, if you're Texas... I guess, Trev, I, you know, me and BBD are still waiting for the call. I haven't been in a clubhouse after a tough loss. Um, is it, hey, let's get on the plane? Or, I don't know, I guess short flight. Maybe we can even fly tomorrow. Like, what What do you flying? say? Is like, that a flight? Um, Yeah, it's like a 45-minute flight if you really want to do it. It's like a three-and-a-half-hour drive. Probably fly. They're pro team. Yeah, I guess they would fly, yeah. What gets yeah. said? What do you do? It just depends, you know, who your leaders are in the clubhouse. Um, most of the time, you just try to treat it like another loss and just say, you know what? All right, we got day off, and then we'll get our guy Eovaldi on the mound. Like, they got to win two in a row. That's it. How many times have we run two in a row? During the regular season, we just did it to these guys where we're going. We just did this. We just won two in a row at their place. So you got Eovaldi on the bump. You got a guy in Framber who you think you can get. You think your offense is still fine. You can go do it. And you and you just tell yourself it's one game. Let's go win this one game. And then we'll see what happens in game seven. I think there's a little bit of a downer mood in the clubhouse for sure. And then after the reporters are gone, put the music on. Let's just try to 
forget about it. Amnesia, as Tori Hunter would say. You just got to forget it. Yeah. And I, you, can do. I, you say, hey, if we if we win the next two, nobody gives a shit about what just happened there, right? Um, yeah, it's a uh, playoff. I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of, I can't wait for game six if you're the Rangers. I think there's a lot of that in there. Yeah, you're saying we're going to fuck like, up Framber again. Like, you're, you're, you're feeling, you got that. I wouldn't say that about a lot of teams. Um, but I think this team, I think this team has that mentality. Like, they were like, I mean, they did it all season long, man. They know what kind of offense they have. They know what kind of team they have. And like I said, they, this is, this isn't even like, hey, we we in in August we went into Houston and took two or three. We could do. It. It's like no, like last week we just we just won two in a row there. Yeah. We can do it. So it's fresh in their mind. I I don't. I think it's difficult to swallow, but um, you gotta get over it. Road road team has won every game. I guess you could you could play that card if you really want. Uh, and I know our our guy Jimmy laid it out a little bit. Boy, the uh, would love to see a Rangers game seven pitching plan and how how they try to do that. And I this you, you're a baseball diehard. You're listening to talking baseball. We appreciate you. I guess subscribe and stuff. Buy a shirt. I don't know. That's what other shows do. Um, the reason we you know slowed it down as much in there, like. Dude, the Chapman thing, just every little thing mattering seemingly come playoff baseball. We're talking Gray Kessinger coming in and making a snare. John Singleton. Chapman, you know, and Kyle Tucker, who had been struggling, if he gets the out there, none of the LeClerc conversation happens. But he's been struggling, and Kyle Tucker gets on top. And, like, it's, it's... we see it every year, and it's, I don't know, one of the reasons we keep coming back that uh, led to one of the more entertaining baseball moments I think we've seen in a little bit. Until, it was incredible. Until later that night. Uh, and the second game is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook Baseball Playoffs are more than underway, DK. We got we to gotta change this up. Because if you bet $5... On baseball, you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code TALKING. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball only. On the DraftKings Sportsbook with code TALKING. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. 21 plus, ages vary by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash baseball for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. I'm sorry, Trev. I, I should have. If you have anything else to close out on uh, Houston and Texas, because we got we got another ball game. I love it. Uh, I think it goes Game Seven. I do. Great series so far. Love it. The Framber part's interesting. You gotta you gotta get him. You have all the has to be who he is too. Yeah, <laughs> he kind of is that guy, Pop. He is that guy. And look, I mean, the Spores, Chapman, Leclerc. I know Leclerc got busted there, but like. One pitch. Yeah. Like, they've actually been – it's been a solid-ish 
Fandom threesome. Mm. So that's the plan. Mm. Okay, let's go back to baseball now. Um, I think we just go straight into the burn, let's go. and then we'll just dive. Let's go. You ready? Yeah. Game four in the desert. We've got, are you the one they call Sanchez taking the bump for the fills while the, <laughs> the Diamondbacks would try to multiply and mantiply their W's in the desert. Bottom two, Rivera closes out an RBI single. It's one, nothing. And how about no Sean Moreno? Gabriel, he gets the RBI hit. It's two, nothing, snakes. But then, Trev, here come those guys. Schwarbaum, he goes solo dolo. And then Brandon hits one to the marsh, left on left. Felt like a little bit of a backbreaker to tie it up. But speaking of backbreaker, the moment of this game. Chopper down the line. Rivera comes home with it. Bounces off Moreno. One run will score. Two runs will score. Some fortitude by the Phils in a tough break for Snakes fans. And in the seventh, sacrifice fly for Trey Turner after who triples? Johan Rojas down the line gets his playoff moment. It's 5-2. to two. But then Orion's belt gets a little loose out there as Kirkering walks the ballpark. Walker, RBI walk. But that's all they would get. Only one run, they leave the bases loaded. Oh, but Alec Thomas goes swimming in the pool, Trev. The big two-run home run ties it up, and then here comes more Moreno, baby. It's six to five. We're going from scared it's over to happy it's getting started. Paulie Seawald at the end of Mantiply. Frias, Nelson, Castro, Sal Frank, Thompson, Ginkle, and Seawald. The Snakes take game four and tie it up at all twos in the desert, baby. Let's go, Snakes. Eight pitchers used by each team. That's uh, that's a lot. Yeah. So you know, let's give the managers a little bit of respect for going through that and 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 providing us with an excellent game. Uh, because that's what this was. Snakes, oh, baby snakes that don't know how to control their venom just mm. yet, so they're more dangerous. They come out with a two zero lead. Schwarber hits that ball a thousand miles an hour. What was it? Yeah, I think one fifteen. That's it from everything's over one twelve with him. It's a joke. I like that he signaled to the boys in the dugout. He's like, hey, let's go. It's time. It's time. It's time. Um, tough outing for Sal Frank early on in the game. Um, I think it was like double laser and then three walks in a row. Um, I wanted to see Bryce hack 3-0. He actually made a really good take on a Sal Frank uh, sinker down. Um, good at bat by him. Um, is that the Rivera inning after that? Yeah. yeah so bone came up afterwards. So the playing the Phillies right now, it feels like a dam holding water. Like you're, 
you're so scared to let a little bit leak because you you mm-hmm. feel like the five run inning is coming. So one for the snakes to get the early lead. Uh, Rivera, who had right. been struggling, uh, he he gets the RBI hit, massive. Um, Moreno, the next inning after uh, Hoffman, who comes in for Sanchez, massive, massive. And let's you know, there's there's like you mentioned, there's 16 pitchers in this game, so you're scared to get lost in any of them. Joe Mantiply in the first inning. Uh, for him to keep a clean sheet was huge. Uh, me and Dalton were deep diving in this. We didn't know. You just knew they were going to line up the lefties for the lefties, right? Like, that's if you're Try doing to. this. Yeah. Um, Frias looked good. Nelson gets clipped by Schwarber. I think it's 3-2 as well. So, it's, you know, that that always stings a little bit more because it, it just does, and it's baseball. Um, and then you're right. It really does pick up at Sal Frank. Because uh, they're aiming for a lefty lane again. Um, he's the one that gets got by Marsh, correct? Yes. Marsh Marsh hits a double against him, 103 off the bat. Inside um, out, he's getting the talk from Schwarber beforehand, and you're like, you know, that's a guy with lighty, serious righty-lefty splits. That felt like one of those, you know, if this is yeah. chess or war or whatever, you know, lame comparison I can bring up. You're like Chess and war? You know, the two things I specialize in all the time that I'm always bringing up. Um, you know, that that move when that happened, that was like, oh, that's big for the Phillies. Like that, you broke part of their game plan there. Um, and then Sal Frank stays in and he he walks the ballpark and you're kind of feeling for the kid because you're like, walks wait. walks Schwarber, he walks Turner, he gets 3-0 on Harper, ends up walking Harper, and then they gave that ball they gave him a single on that. I did not know they gave Bohm a single on that. I want to go over that play a little bit. So, I mean, I'm sure you watched the game. If you didn't, you're just getting caught up here. as a chopper. Jeez. Bases loaded. Um, nobody out. Uh, as a third baseman, you are, at that point, you're, you probably would trade an out or trade a run for two outs. So you're kind yes. of double played depth. The ball brings you in, you go home. The ball brings you to the third base side, your backhand side, you touch third, and you figure out what to do. You might go home with it. You might go to first with it to get the double play. The ball goes to your uh, glove side. You're just turning two. Just all, It all depends. It's all based on how the ball is hit to you. So, you know, you have a ton of options. You're you're the MLB third base, and I'm not going to overset my boundaries a little bit, but it's it's one of my favorite parts of the game is that in an in an instant, and this is why they always talk about preparation before the pitch. When you're teaching kids, think about all the scenarios, what can happen. Because what you just are laying out, Trevor, is the difference between two choppers can dictate where the throw is going. The, the difference between where you field it or, you know, you could be playing deep. But if it's a bullet, oh, well, shit, maybe I do come home and, like, let's, let's get that out. Like, the, the thought processing that has to happen in a moment while you're fielding a ball, it's it's one of my favorite parts of the sport. Yeah, I know. There's a lot going on, especially at that given moment with the scenario that we just laid out in front of you. Um, yeah, who's the runner? Can can I go home and, and turn two? Who's you want to cut. You want to cut down the run as much as possible, but there are instances where you would take the two outs and just give up the run. It's difficult against the Phillies to say I'm going to give up a lead, but that's just the situation that you're in. Uh, he gets the chopper, and it's probably the hardest 
uh, place placement for a ball as a third baseman. He gets a chopper, and I've done this. Uh, I did this a bunch, and you know you have to let the catcher know, hey, if I go to my backhand side and I touch the base, that's now you got a tag. So that's like something that you'd relay to the catcher. Say, hey, like if I'm going this way and I step on the base, get ready to tag. You, you I mean, I would motion that out because it's it's not a typical play. It's right. a weird play. Uh, that ball chops. He's behind the bag. Doesn't even get the base. He does the right thing going over into foul territory yeah. to create a lane to throw. You have to do that. Uh, he just. You can say it. He alligator armed it a little bit. He got on top of the ball instead of just letting it rip from the side here. Like he, it, it's not a play that a throw that you practice a lot. Like you don't take choppers into foul territory and throw them home a lot. You don't, but you make that action on the throw a ton. It's essentially like, like kind of like charging in on a ball and even going to first base. Like you just got to let it tail a little bit. Get your get your hand on the side of it, tail it in there. It's a more it's you get more on the ball, and it's just like a more routine type of throw. Get he got on top of it, he buried it. I'm all about the bounce pass. You know that. I know. But he gives Moreno he gives Moreno a tough, tough, tough hop. And Moreno's got to block that ball. He tried to, he just kind of went like this off to the side. So all of a sudden the ball caroms out that way instead of this, where the ball will go in front of you. That's a mistake by Moreno. It's a mistake by Rivera with the throw. And all of a sudden Trey Turner comes around mm. and here we are four to two. The game's over at this point. There's no, I mean, everyone in a, in even the diamondbacks were thinking that's the game. Yes. Nobody out. Yes. Second and yes. third. Yes. With what the Phillies have been doing. Yes. And, I, oh no, it wasn't second third because Bohm got Bohm gets thrown out at second. So that's you know that's an interesting note. And it is talk about a sneaky seed by Moreno. I mean that's not going to get talked about a lot. That when you you know catchers were so used to the throws that they make around the baseball field that you know when you see a catcher crow hop into one sometimes you're like oh <laughs> okay you have yeah, a that cannon was like flat footed okay let me get my, my momentum <laughs> yeah. going and, and he threw a strike you got man. a cannon attached to your arm um i want to i do want to talk about the rivera i like it's there's so much happening you either need to get the throw there or you need to bounce it earlier and you've talked about it like and especially for a catcher, man. I mean, trying to make those plays with that glove. Yeah, it's, you're not picking a ball like it's that. It's brutal. It's 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 brutal. It's not made for that. Um, and like, don't get me wrong. I get Rivera's trying to throw it there on the fly, like you said. You yeah. know, he kind of came over it a little bit. Um, I Rivera grades out solidly as a third baseman. Um, oh, I'm. I'm not saying it's just it's in my head, man. I we're a little too close to the situation right now. Every time you talk about him being your favorite player, um, you know, he texted me, uh, whatever. Um I don't I would have loved to see Evan Longoria try to make that play. That's well, all I'm gonna go say. That's all I'm Here's gonna say. Here's the thing. If you're gonna DH Longo, just have him play third base. Right? Doesn't make any sense. Like, has he struggled defensively? Like, he's that's not his mo, bro. Like, he's he is a he's a guy. I'll tell you this right now. 
he wants the ball, number one, which is half the battle. And number two, pitchers want the ball hit to him. That's the mark of a good infielder is do pitchers want the ball hit to you in pressure situations? I would say without a doubt, there's no hesitation. If you ask any pitchers on the Diamondbacks pitching staff, tie ball game, game on the line, ball hit to Longoria, how you feeling? They'd all say, great. And I I guess that's the part, because I, I don't want to be rude to Rivera. Like I, I, I think Dalton, who who does watch more snakes that games than me, was kind of given like the, you know, Rivera at third is... He's made some good plays. Is good. I will lean into what I was alluding to with playoffs before, how just different things and scenarios um, show up. This is Rivera's third year in the league. Uh, he's played 217 games. Longoria, the 38-year-old who's played almost 2,000 games. You know, maybe maybe that that tick in, this, in his head says, ooh, I do need to bounce this. Or maybe it says I need to get more on this throw because it needs yeah, to get there. Too. That's you know, the internal clock factor plays a big part in a lot of infield. So I guess more of it, yeah. I guess that way I feel a lot better because I, I don't want to insult Rivera. He's trying to make a play and it's it's a unique one. The experience of Evan Longoria in that one play could have been different. And luckily enough, Trevor Plouffe, it all gets washed away. Don't matter, player. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. I guess let's get to it now. So do you want to go? Where do you want to go? Let's go to Trey Turner. Trey Turner gets it five two. Yeah, and dude, Rojas with a a got beat triple down the line where you also I think a good relay gets him thrown out at third. Like if you're the if you're a D backs fan, the sky is falling. The sky yes. is falling. Five two, you know the relievers they're bringing in. Plus, you think they're going to possibly score more because this is the <laughs> yeah. Phillies. You're this, yeah. This is the game was over. The game, my friend, was over. So I think where where things get juicy on the other side. Seventh inning, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez stays in for Rivera, the righty. First pitch, pop out. Boom. Okay, see ya. He gets pulled for Soto, who's been, uh, you know, highs and lows for Phillies fans this year. Uh, Perdomo, sixth pitch. Gets a single, inside outs it. I've been really impressed watching him um, to be doing what he's doing at his age. Like, there's a trajectory for Perdomo that's a really good baseball player. Um, Marte walks. Six-pitch walk. Um, Good at bat from Cattell. Corbin Carroll, who's been having a tough series. Uh, He kind of... Beats one off the other way. Trey Turner makes a nice play on it uh, to get the out at second, and you're kind of doing like a like Corbin. Like if if the snakes are really going to do this, like we need you at some point, right? Um, so Soto's a lefty. Carroll's a lefty. Moreno crushes lefties, so they go to the righty. Kirkering out of the pen. The kid um, couldn't throw his slider for a strike. Uh, he just could not find the slot with it. JT comes out, tries to calm him down. Uh, we had, let's see, three sweepers the first at bat, three sweepers the second at bat, uh, one sweeper the last at bat. 
Seven sweepers, all balls, all in the same spot. So now you've got a rookie out there. Three batter minimum, like you're floundering. You're going through all the situations. Moreno walks. Christian Walker with the RBI walk. Swings 3-0, kid. Trying that was to- nice. Tori, I, the Vela was like, excuse <laughs> me, sir? Excuse <laughs> me, sir? Trying, trying to get himself out of a little, like, the fact the Snakes are at 2-2 and Carroll and Walker haven't clicked yet is kind of nuts. Um, he takes the RBI walk. Um, and then Paven Smith, who at this point had been 3-for-3 three three hitting in these yeah. playoffs, um, gets credit to Kirkering. He gets two sinkers in the zone. Smith rolls over it. They get out of the inning. And then as a Snakes fan, like, you almost have this melancholy feel of, like, we got one, and that's good. We're close. You say you're, we're close. Like that, we, we needed more there, but we'll, one's good, but I guess, we, right? We've got two more innings to save our, like, save our season now where we could have had. It felt like it was going to be an explosive inning. It was not. Your guy, say his name. Say his name. <laughs> it's getting ginky. Ooh, I feel like you can say his name like you said Joey Weimer. Um, I stumbled into a new name the other day. I'll I'll remember it later. Um, Kevin Ginkle, your friend, your close friend, comes into the game. Yeah. Boom with a hit. And by the way, I was getting ready to eat shit a little bit because I was surprised they didn't go to Ginkle earlier. Um, during some of the earlier pressure points of this game, when it was four to two and there's still runners on base, I was kind of like, "Hey, like, if the Phillies make this six, you know, and you know, credit to Tori Lavello for that's why he's managing and I'm not." Uh, Ginkle gets the next three stop. Real Muto Castellanos in the eighth inning. Here's Craig Kimbrell pitching to Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Man, it's where sports. It it used to be one of my taglines: "Sports is the best reality TV show." Like, how did we end up back here? That inning was, it was awesome. Um, because, yeah, Guriel doubles. Um, and then you got Longo. I love that aspect of it all. You have these two old dogs, and they're like, I'm kind of tired, bro. It's getting kind of late. Here we are. Um, he ends up lining out to Brandon Marsh. Then you have... Alec Thomas coming in to replace our guy, Emmanuel Rivera. Rivera's going to put his shoes on, go get some gummy bears, watch the rest of the game as a fan because he's done. And what does Alec Thomas do on the sixth pitch of the at-bat? The only pitch that was out over the plate. Everything else was inside to him, off the plate. Might have even been a ball away. But He gets extended but stays through the ball. Just enough. I'm talking to pull that pitch that he pulled. Go check out the game day, whatever thing. Game cat, whatever you call it. To pull that pitch, you have to be perfect with your timing. You can't catch that any other, you know, any other way. You can't be more out in front of it because then that's just a hook. You can't be more behind it because then you're going to foul it off into left field. He catches it perfectly, man. Perfectly. And I loved his reaction around first base. Ties the game up, and he just is like, paying homage to the simulation. Thank you for that (laughs) moment in the sim. 
It was incredible, dude. Like I felt so good for him right there. Young dude. I mean, he's not like a, he's not known. He's not like a power hitting. He's not a guy that you expect a ton of offense out of necessarily. He's young. Uh, going up against the hall of famer. Covers ground and center. Like if you've watched NL West ball this year, you might be like, oh, okay, that that kid, that kid can cover ground out there. You're, I'm always like, is that Corbin Carroll? <laughs> not, oh no, it's Alec Thomas. 75 OPS plus the past two years, like 23 years old. It's an interesting approach at the plate that, like, you know, without the swing that just happened, like Snakes fans would be like, maybe Thomas should switch up his stance. <laughs> um Man, good for him, and his baseball reference page says 5'11", and... No way! Yeah. I, that, did, I, I did tell you, I told you that Corbin Carroll's bigger than... Yeah, and that's fine. I'm, I'm willing to negotiate on Corbin Carroll. Alec Thomas, I mean, he's closer to my height than your height. That's all I'll say. Yeah, Spikes and insoles. Dude, I can't believe he got it out there, dude. That 4'12"? Right center on a fastball away from Craig Kimbrell that although he he's looked tough, like it's still 96 with run. I've had a tough time like deciding like when I'm watching these games, oh, is that ball gone? Uh, and then you see uh, Castellanos kind of slow down, turn his back. You're like, holy shit, he just did it. Yeah. He just tied the freaking game. Guess what, guys? Inning isn't over. Yet. Yeah. Perdomo goes down on strikes. Cattell Marte singles to left. Yep. And Carroll gets hit by a pitch. By the way, painting the picture of all this again, like Kimbrell's still out there. He had a bad night the night before. You're basically, I think everyone was confused, like how you have to go to the bullpen, right? Or like, are you just going to let Kimbrell eat it because your bullpen's starting to look a little... A little tired, Philly. Well, that's the thing is they. It seemed like they were tired. I, I said it, the Phillies bullpen's not sharp. Kimbrel and Kirkring for sure were not sharp. Uh, so basically, all they had was that Alvarado. They had Walker and they had Lorenzo. Lorenzo back there. That's it. Yeah. So who do you go to? You just paid Taiwan Walker. You talk about paying people. He's paid him seventy something million bucks. He hasn't even sniffed the field. So there's a clear. Lorenzo hasn't sniffed the field. Trade deadline acquisition all-star Michael Lorenzen. Um, <laughs> so there's the moment. Has Lorenzen pitched? He hasn't pitched, has he? In Not in this series, I don't think. I think he pitched once in one of their like, yeah, blowouts. I think he got one. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so there's the moment. They leave him in for Cattell Marte because Marte crushes lefties. So you're like, all right, I, I guess I kind of get that. Uh, Marte singles first pitch. And everyone's like, "Are you? You're going to take him out for Corbin Carroll, right? Like, you got you got Alvarado up. Like, you're going to take him out for Corbin Carroll, right? They don't mound visit, and it's like, okay, if you're a Snakes fan, this could be what wakes up Corbin Carroll. Um, if you're a Phillies fan, you're like, woke him up. <laughs> yeah, woke him up mm. the old fashioned way. Uh, with, I've been there. I've, I've been hit by uh, Craig Kimbrell's fastball. It don't feel good. Eskimo Bros. Yeah, me and <laughs> Corbin Carroll. Yeah. Wow. That's what I say. Michael Lorenz in one inning in the blowout game, NLDS game three. That's how you know Corbin Carroll's bigger than he's listed. Um, They end up bringing in Alvarado, and part of the reason they probably didn't want to bring him in is Moreno also crushes lefties. Uh, So he gets the single. Really good on the kid. He goes down, or he's up 3-0, strike, 
puts a good swing on a 99 sinker. The at-bat before he was on with runners on base, and I was like, hey, kid, like try to hit the homer. Be a hero, right? This at-bat, you should not. You didn't, you didn't want a 3-0 hack right there? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and he, really nice base hit. And you mentioned the Phillies bullpen being tired, which I think is one of the main topics of conversation. Uh, hey, Christian Walker puts one of his best swings on a ball by Alvarado. Luckily, Castellanos is playing deep and makes a fairly easy play on it. But, you know, you're you're an eighth of an inch there from a three-run homer. So, uh, Seawald comes in, strikeout, strikeout, Schwarber doubles, and then you got Trey Turner up, Captain America, who, like, the whole... Literally the whole country was rooting for, but at the start of the year, 2-0. Paulie, Invisible, bro. Paulie Invisible. Big Nuts, dude. At, as soon, so he throws that pitch right by him, and I was like, he wasn't even close to that. 2-0, he was not even close to that pitch. It's a great point. A 2-0, a 2-0 91-mile-per-hour fastball, and Trey Turner's not near it. And then... He he just I knew he wasn't gonna veer off that pitch because Trey just wasn't getting his bat to that pitch. Now I think it was the yeah, the fifth pitch of the at bat. He got that one a little down. Yeah. And Trey missed that. That was that was his pitch. Because he wasn't touching the one at the top of the zone. He just wasn't. Yeah. But the but the fifth pitch, um it's two two, fouled it back. That was the pitch. That was down. Yeah. He could get the barrel to that one. He didn't get the barrel to that one. And then I knew he's going straight back up top there. He did. And Trey just, I mean, it's 92.8 miles an hour. Four seam fastball. Trey Turner up. But it's just different coming out of Seawald's hands. Some guys have that. It doesn't come down. It stays on the plane. Yeah, I want to just like. Real tight, because I did it with Zoe, and Zoe loved it. Like, this is part of the reason Zoe loves sports. If you have no idea, Paul Seawald uh, gets called up at 27. Like, he's kind of a end-of-the-bullpen guy. He's getting knocked around a little bit. You know, he throws 92 miles per hour. That's kind of fading uh, in the sport of baseball. Every coach always told him to keep it low. You know, that's pitching. If you're, if you're throwing that, you got to live down there. Now his fastball... At the top of the zone, he started throwing it up there. Trev mentioned the invisible. Um, it's something with the rise makes it very hard for pictures, for hitters to pick it up. He's become an elite-level closer. Um, and that's one of those sports, like, you don't get stories like that in basketball, right? Like, you don't really get stories like that in football. I mean, I don't know. It's... Yeah, I mean, to give perspective on what it's like to face something like that. I mean, so everything is perceived, you know, like you're you right. don't you don't track the ball all the way into the bat or to the glove. You just can't. You track the ball, you know, 20 feet out in front of you. And then your eyes just know this is where the ball is going to go. And now I'm going to put my my bat there. Hand eye coordination takes over. Uh, you faced. Thousands of pitchers and and probably hundreds of thousands of pitches. If not, I mean, I don't even know. That's a, I'm not good with numbers like that. Sure. You faced a lot of pitches in your life and they all kind of just go like this. And then you get some guys that just go like this. <laughs> it's not going up. Right. It's not going up. It's just not coming down as much. And you, it's even though, you know, that happens, especially now, like before it's like, we just called it the invisible and you didn't really understand 
the physics behind it. Oh, that thing just stays up. That's all you used to say. Now we know it's like, well, you know, he's they either have an arm angle that does it. They either spin it differently. Um, but the perceived depth of it isn't what doesn't look like any other pitch. So it's just, it's very difficult as a hitter. And and I'll tell you this right now, it is so frustrating. That's probably the most frustrating mm. thing about being a hitter is when a guy can do that to you. Right. When he can just say, I'm going to dial up 90. You're defenseless. And you're like, what just happened? You're defenseless. Ray Turner you- right now is saying, I don't know how I didn't hit that pitch. Because you can't change your mental, whole mental approach and swing for one cat. Like that's. You can, but it's like, even if you say, I'm going to have my posture up higher, I'm going to try to get on his plane. It's just not how it works. It's not. I mean, it's, it's your muscle memory. It's your, it's everything, dude. And, and I mean, Trey Turner, one of the best athletes on the fucking planet. Mm can make adjustments with the best of them. I mean, that's, it's just, that's why hitting coach prime said it. It's the most difficult thing to do in sports, man. Just want to drive it home. One last time, Paul Seawald, 2017 through 2020, one in 14 with a 5.5 ERA and 147 innings. Like that's <laughs> guy just closed out on the Phillies. Um, Trev, I guess what else? I, I mentioned it with, Tory before, like I, I was questioning Ginkle not coming in earlier. It ends up looking brilliant. Um, other than that, like they lined up the lefties and that didn't go so great. Um, and yeah, I guess I want to get your, your thoughts that Phillies bullpen. That was the first we're adjusting to this playoff format. That was the first bullpen you looked at and you were like, Oh, that the sauce isn't as spicy tonight. It's just difficult. You know, you have, Anthony Dominguez coming in and what whatever inning that was. I mean, it's just it's a lot of games in a row. We're we're deep into the season. It's like this is yeah, you're you're running on adrenaline. Um, you try to build yourself up to play through October, but it's difficult. And you're gonna have games like this. I, I two two. I hope this I hope this series goes seven. I would love that. Um I still lean Phillies in it, but like who the fuck knows, man. Yeah. Go snakes, go snakes alive. Uh the rally backs, man. They've they've done it all yeah. year. They've done it all year. I mean, dude, they everyone fucking wrote them off. Everyone. Well, you and I picked under 73 wins. I mean, only I think they only had 84, but here they are. Two victories away from the World Series, bro. Um Oh my gosh. And Corbin Carroll and Walker haven't gone like the snakes. Snakes are feeling good. Um, and I, now we have tomorrow. Yes. Zach, MF, and Wheeler. And Zach, MF, and Gallon. Toe to toe. Let's go, man. I can't wait. Snakes got all the momentum. Feeling good, feeling saucy. Trev, I haven't looked at Wheeler. I haven't looked yet. Um, who's the favorite in tomorrow's game? Vegas, straight up to win the game. I haven't looked. I I, go I'm going to go to DraftKings now. But if you had to guess, I will go. Oh, I, I, I haven't I looked either. Look right I want you to. I want you to guess because I. You got the two Zacks, like I the Phillies fearful hitters. It's that, it's the Phillies are still favorite. I I, I would say. 
I would say money line is a a, a one a one twenty Phillies. That bullpen and the snakes playing and okay, it's Phillies minus one thirty five, D backs plus one fourteen. I think with the Phillies lineup and Wheeler's playoff history, you you yeah. probably lean into that a little bit. But man, I it's Zach, a trap. Look at Zach Gallon's home and road splits. The the Snakes bullpen compared to Phillies right now feels different. If you believe in energies, but uh, you also probably believe in Harper, Turner, Schwarber, uh, Castellanos, Real Muto, Marsh, uh, Boom, the whole team. I know what Gallon's gonna win. The fit off to the field. Zach Gallon's going to come <laughs> fit it up. Wheeler's not. I don't Wheeler's think he's that not. kind of guy. It's not that kind of guy. Might so you be got that a, going for you. Might be a flannel for Wheeler. Um, oh my God. It's too hot for flannel. I can't, I can't wait <laughs> to watch. Uh, one of those like fake light, like coal flannels. Okay. Um, hey, he's got money. He could do whatever he wants. Um, tomorrow night. Shop at Mervin's? Me? Yeah, Mervin's. I don't know Mervin's. Mervin's. Never met the uh, fella. This is about my school outfits from there. I was thinking about that when you said flannels because they had like the worst flannels that my mom always bought us. Mm. Sorry, itchy. You. Sorry, you had to go through flannel. that. Come on, Mervin's, um, bro. That's it's out of business now. And what? Uh, I closing everything. Um, excited for tomorrow's game. It's only Philly Snakes uh, game five. The Zach's like, if you're a baseball fan, watch that game. We will be live streaming. Um, you know, I, I think Jimmy's been trying to get this emotion. I've been trying to get this emotion. This is playoffs, man. Like I saw Greg Kessinger in today. I saw John Singleton. I'm, I'm seeing relievers go, you know, Craig Kimbrell's a historic reliever right now. He might be the last pitcher the Phillies want to see on the mound. This is the beauty of a seven game playoff series when it's done right. And uh, I'm glad we got this. I love it. I can't wait. We're going to record again tomorrow night. So there will be uh, an episode out late tomorrow night and oh, then or, or early Sunday, depending on what you what you do with it. And then on Sunday, we, we will not be recording. So that one will come out a little later on Monday morning. Yes, sir. We love Just you to guys. give everyone a heads up. We love you. Yes. Snakes alive. Snakes alive. Chick sucks. It's that time. Who had that in their simulation? Snakes alive. Just normal. Fun. That one's a glitch. I didn't have that in my simulation. Oh. Corbin Carroll. Yeah, Tori, Le- Tori Lovello. Corey. Love you, Tori.